Good morning, it's Friday the 23rd of September. It's Redhead Appreciation Day. Happy birthday, Carl Pilkington, Andy Puttacombe, Anthony Mackey and Bruce Springsteen. People identifying as Catholic outnumber Protestants for the first time in the history of Northern Ireland. That's according to the latest census figures released on Thursday. There was also a shift in how people self-identify with 31.9% identifying as British, 29.1% identifying as Irish and 19.8% identifying as Northern Irish. Historian Eamon Phoenix says this is a truly historic shift and it's not a one-off either. So, I mean, this is something unionism could never expected in its centenary year. And the problem is, if you look at these, these demographics. I think that given the shrinking unionist vote, the shrinking Protestant base, as it were, this is going to accelerate in the years to come. Sinn Féin MP John Finucane welcomes the news and says it's time to prepare for a border poll. I think it is a fair analysis to make that people should prepare and establish a very inclusive dialogue as we look towards constitutional change on the island of Ireland. Others have a more muted reaction with Taoiseach Micheál Martin suggesting getting the Assembly running again should be the priority and DUP Assembly member Philip Brett isn't in any hurry either. Uh, Sinn Féin have been saying now is the time for a border poll for many years and indeed they told us they would achieve one by 2016 so I take that with a pinch of salt. The UN General Assembly continued on Thursday with Taoiseach Micheál Martin in New York to represent Ireland. He addressed the General Assembly on Thursday evening, pledging Ireland's ongoing support for Ukraine. In his speech, he said that the shelling of nuclear power plants, civilian infrastructure and the recent discovery of mass graves show Russia is behaving like a rogue state. But this is not just a European issue, not just a concern for the West. All states, and particularly small countries such as my own, should fear a world where might equals right, where the strong can bully the weak, where sovereignty and territorial integrity can be blatantly violated, and where the UN Charter, the charter that all of us in this Assembly have faithfully put our trust in, can be flouted with impunity. He also addressed the impact that the war in Ukraine is having on countries across the globe. From the Horn of Africa to the Sahel and beyond, food insecurity has reached a critical tipping point. Some of the countries which have been worst affected by the current food insecurity crisis are those most reliant on imports of wheat from Russia and indeed from Ukraine. UN Security Council also met on Thursday to call for accountability over the alleged atrocities and war crimes committed by Russian forces against Ukraine. Chief Prosecutor for the International Criminal Court, Karim Khan, addressed the council. One has seen a variety of destruction of suffering and harm that fortifies my determination and my previous finding that there are reasonable grounds to believe that crimes within the jurisdiction of the court uh, have been committed. Minister for Foreign Affairs Simon Coveney also addressed the Security Council meeting and testified about what he witnessed in Bucha and warned of Russia's crimes against the people of the Ukraine. I also recall here in April the shocking evidence I saw in Bucha of Russian forces disregard for international humanitarian law. That was no fabrication. The bodies that I saw tell a story. Five months later, more mass graves are being discovered in Izium and in other areas that were until recently under Russian occupation. 
there was nothing there, then they were planted by the FBI. But Thursday saw former US President Donald Trump come up with perhaps his best excuse yet for the presence of highly classified government documents found in his Mar-a-Lago property last month. He's currently facing a US Justice Department investigation over allegations he improperly removed the documents from the White House, but he claims the materials had already been declassified, possibly through telepathy. If you're the President of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. And there doesn't have to be a process. Still to come on Smart 7 Ireland edition, Ireland prepared to face Scotland on Saturday night, and Graham Norton and his big red couch are back. Right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. We're in the middle of the last round of Nations League games for 2022 with Belgium taking on Wales on Thursday. The final score, 2-1 to Belgium. Stephen Kenny's Ireland are due to face Scotland at Hampton Park with some selection problems due to injuries. The Scots are top of the group having beaten Ukraine so Kenny has a challenge ahead of him on Saturday. He's considering recalls to the squad for Shane Duffy and Seamus Coleman even though both have not had much game time at their clubs. But Kenny says he's not afraid to make big calls if needed. I always have to make tough decisions but they're two brilliant people in the group and two had both had tremendous careers and have been great servants for Ireland but they still have a big part to play for us. John Boyega made an appearance on Jimmy Kimmel this week to promote his latest film, The Woman King. But it was his relationship with Star Wars co-star Harrison Ford, which was the main talking point. Apparently, the pair snuck off set for a dinner date where John introduced Harrison to Nigerian food. And it must have been good because the Indiana Jones actor was out for the count on the journey home. Here's John explaining how things went down. I think I had answered him back and it was kind of like that trial by fire, like, yeah, you're one of the good ones. <laughs> you know, it was that kind of that kind of feel. And then I asked him to, to go to dinner um, because he had been talking about eating chicken breast and salad because he was trained we was he was training for Star Wars at the time. So I go, let me take you to a, a, a local a local spot um, and let's just go for dinner after set. Everyone's favourite Irish talk show host is back. Following his six-month hiatus, the Graham Norton Show will make his return to the BBC at the end of the month with appearances from stars such as Jamie Lee Curtis, Rami Malek and Lydia West. The man himself sat down on the one-show sofa this week to tease the latest season and confirm the return of perhaps the show's most beloved cast member. The sofa is oh. back. It's the return of the sofa. So you Long were in return. chairs, but now you're back to yeah, we were everybody sharing the sofa. Very, very far away. And now, we're, we're back in the sofa and with a full audience. So it's a kind of, it's everything's old is new again. Yeah. It, we're really looking forward to it. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. 
Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.